Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we're discussing peak inflation, why saving money sucks, and insurance scams. Right, Joel, this is our Friday Flight episode where every week we sit down and we talk through some of the different stories and articles that we came across uh, and specifically how they are going to affect our money, how they're going to affect your money if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, and so we're going to get to those. We're also going to announce our winners of our book giveaway, the Raid Our Bookshelf book giveaway that we do uh, every now and then. We'll get to that at the end of this episode. But first, man, you wanted to talk about Bobby Bonilla Day. Is that how you say it? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. That's right. it. You are much more of a fan of baseball than I am. Well, growing up, I mean, I watched Bobby Bonilla oh, play you? my Atlanta Braves a whole okay. lot. Yeah, he was a he's he's a good ball player, and he played for the Mets for quite a long time. But Bobby Bonilla Day is special in the personal finance community because uh, he uh, like the perfect intersection of personal finance <laughs> and, and baseball, baseball for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Bobby Bonilla signed this contract where the Mets were like, "Hey, you know, we owe you six million dollars, but what if ten years from now we start paying you?" $1.2 million uh, a year for the next 25 years. And Bobby Bonilla was like, oh, I'll take that guaranteed money. Uh, that, that sounds good. That's, that's actually 
a whole lot more money than than I think it what works out to to almost thirty million dollars. Yeah, something like that. That they have to pay him over twenty five years. So that's that's a whole lot more than six. Um, and so people think that Bobby Bonilla is this like shrewd negotiator, and or he and his agent really right. Like both those guys, they're like, yeah, let's do this. Um, and and so it is just kind of one of those fascinating things. Um, it, it it I think deferred gratification. I love seeing it. Like this is a perfect example of deferred gratification where it's like I could take the lump sum now, or I could take you know a smaller amount, but for a really long period of time instead um but matt you actually kind of ran the numbers and you you said i would have actually done the opposite of what bobby bonia did right well yeah we saw some other stories going around and they were talking about how this actually made sense uh for everybody because essentially they were paying him about an eight percent rate of return on his money right but that actually i guess what they didn't do they didn't take into account the fact that there was a 10-year delay before he was going to start receiving those payments and so that would have made sense if he were to start receiving those payments that first Immediately. year right but if he had to wait a decade really you're not looking at a 25-year period you're looking at a 35-year period right and so if he would have taken that lump sum say six million and it immediately stuck that in the market as opposed to sitting on it you know like if he got that six million he would have just like taken it and you know put it in the bank and done nothing with it for right. 10 years and then started investing we hope not i mean that's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're looking at it just from an analytical standpoint, okay, you start from day one. And so when you calculate, you know, an average return of what he would have received from that money, from that lump sum invested over 35 years, it turns out that he would have done much better. He would have basically had twice the money uh, had he invested well, that. Well, that's based on the, a 7% the percent return, but yeah. in actuality, the returns have been higher in that time span. So yeah. I think, okay. So. so I also crunched the numbers <laughs> and over the past 25 years, the S&P has returned over 12%. Yeah. I mean, you look at the past five years, it's been over 15%. And granted at the time, you don't know what the market's going to do, right? Because I know for you, that was one of your things is that, well, you don't exactly know what the market is going to give you. Right? Yeah. A guaranteed 8% return That's is yeah. impossible to find anywhere, really. Right. If someone says uh, that they have a guaranteed 8% return to give you, then um, you're, you're probably being led down a path. And actually, interestingly enough, the owner of the Mets was right. <laughs> had his money invested with Bernie Madoff, who was promising him guaranteed double-digit returns every year. And so I think that's why they felt like they could give Bobby Bonilla this you know long-term payout. They're like, well, we're going to make more than that every single year because we got our money with Madoff. And it turned out, obviously, that that was a scam that wasn't real. So if someone promises you that, it's it's probably not true, right? There's right. there's bumps in the road when it comes to investing. But it's always an interesting day. Uh, I, lo- I love seeing the stories. But yeah, I love that you ran the numbers too. And it's like, actually, if Bobby Bonilla had taken, you know, the $5.9 million or whatever it was, he would have come out way ahead if he had invested. But the the other thing to take into account, and this is what everyone out there has to take into account when they have uh, run into some sort of lump sum or long-term payout conundrum is like, what am I actually going to do, right? Because sure. your behavior comes into play yep. in a big way here. Uh, and, you know, if you take that $5.9 million and you spend, you know, half of it and then you try to invest <laughs> the rest, you're not going to come out ahead. You can take an easy one mil off the top and be like, all right, I'm going to be smart with the rest of the five, yeah. maybe. And then all of a sudden, well, that changes the equation a whole lot. But sometimes, you know, forcing yourself to not have access to the money is actually the best way, <laughs> best thing for you just from a behavioral standpoint. And of course, Bobby Bonilla Day was yesterday, July 1st. So yeah. that's why I we're, we're talking about it right it's now. Top of mind. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the rest of our, our Friday flight stories this week, Matt. The sampling of stories we find interesting that affects people's personal finances. Um, and you know, one of the biggest stories from this week was record high temperatures out west, right? Yeah. Uh, we, we had, uh, I, I've seen people frying eggs on the sidewalk in Portland, Oregon. That's how hot <laughs> it got. Um, so, yeah, and I hate it for folks out there. Um, it, it hit 115 degrees in Portland on Monday. It might have even been like 117. I don't know. I, I think places. the forecast was set for 117, but maybe it actually hit. I mean, I'm sure it just depends on 
where you place your thermometer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like 10 degrees hotter in the car. Right. Right. right yeah. Well, and, and that's actually four degrees higher than it's ever been in Atlanta, which, which is, is crazy. Mind blowing. Yeah. Like, like you picture we, Portland. They call it Hotlanta, you know, and like, yeah, not we Portland. Don't, we don't call it Hotlanta. No, but some people do. Yeah. Not us. And to make things worse, Matt, so many people who live in the Pacific Northwest don't have air conditioning units in their yeah. homes. So yeah, that, that obviously makes it more difficult to handle those hot temperatures. But yeah, how does that apply to your personal finances, right? Well, it turns out that 13% of your utility bills come from cooling your home. When temperatures are that hot, a much higher percentage of your sure. electricity bill will come from cooling your home. But but yeah, Consumer Reports had an article about how to lower your utility bills. And we've talked about some of these things before, but it's worth mentioning again, like turning your thermostat up is kind of a no dust suggestion, right? Like just keeping it generally warmer in the house. But don't forget to do that, right? Don't forget to actually change the temperature sure. and bump it up. And it might make sense to install a, a smarter thermostat that will automatically raise the temperature when you aren't there. Like, um, a, like a Nest thermostat. Yeah. yeah. We've got a couple of those. Love those things. Well, and the cool thing too, Matt, is is that a lot of utility companies will subsidize the cost of that Nest thermostat. So like I know, for instance, Georgia Power, they'll give you one for $50. Um, so it's just way cheaper than what you're going to pay at you know, Amazon or Target or something like that. So yeah, we'll include a link where you can check out the Nest thermostat, but make sure to check out your local power company um, and to see if they're giving it to you. Some some will give it to you for free because yeah, you're going to be using less electricity then, which is helping the grid out overall. That's right. And don't forget to use ceiling fans as well. This is kind of another no brainer, <laughs> uh, but they can make it feel a, a whole lot cooler than it actually is uh, as much as four degrees cooler. In fact, I mean, we've got a thermometer set up in uh, Westie's room just to you know make sure you don't want it to get to an unsafe temperature, especially here in the summer. But anytime we have the fan on, like in my mind, I calculate five degrees cooler. I'm yeah. like, okay, it says it's 74, you know, in his room. But in reality, with the fan on, I know that means it's actually 69. Yeah. And also, according to the Department of Energy, with the clever use of blinds, curtains, and awnings, you can actually reduce the solar heat gain from windows by up to 77%. Uh, we'll link to that, but you know, definitely check that out so you can stay cool this summer without those massive electric bills. We actually have a neighbor, and they've got one of these shades on the outside of their house. Uh, it's, it's on their porch, and so it's easily accessible. But what it does, it keeps that afternoon sun from blasting through their front windows, heating up the inside of the house. That, that sun hits that shade on the outside, it circulates around their house that he never even enters their home. I love that. And I think a lot so of people, smart. yeah, I think a lot of people are like, I just need some new windows that are like triple paned or quintuple paned, which With I don't like think exists. But. Argon gas in it or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, like some special gas that keeps it better. I don't. They, people don't know, yeah. but they're just like, oh, gases. Yeah, that's what it needs in there. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, it, it's nice windows. I'm sure it helps a little bit. It's It helps some and they often are more functional than some of the older windows, but they're really expensive to put in and there are a lot a lot of more uh, cheaper solutions that you could employ yeah like blackout curtains like a ceiling fan that's way cheaper than like replacing your windows right absolutely so yeah you don't necessarily need to go defcon 5 <laughs> when it comes to uh you know cutting down on those energy costs wait isn't it defcon 1 like you start at five, then you work your way down. Oh, is it? I don't know. I think so. Okay. All right. It's been a while <laughs> since we've had a Cold War. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And it's interesting too, Matt, because it's important to you know make those decisions and to take action to, to lower your personal utility bills. But what about letting someone else make that thermostat 
decision for you, right? And I'm not just talking about like your significant other or like one the thermostat of the, battle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, which happens in most households. But utility companies are actually adjusting thermostats automatically in certain locations, right? Specifically in order to keep the power grid from completely buckling in times of high demand. So yeah, some consumers can opt uh, to, into the program and then you get entered into a sweepstakes where your power bill is like paid for for the year. Yeah, but, so there's like this extra incentive. It's not that like the power company just wants control over your thermostat. I mean, they do. Uh, and but it's, it's in very rare circumstances, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it, it, but they can in Texas. It, I think maybe twice a year does the utility company, you know, crank your thermostat up maybe like five degrees. Yeah, yeah, but that is going to be probably the hottest days of the year when they do that. So it's going to be the the days that you uh, want air conditioning the most, and you're going to have to kind of suffer through that. So yeah, what's your take? Is it frugal or cheap to try to like <laughs> oh, save dude. maybe potentially a little money? Totally um, frugal. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. At least with the, the program that they were uh, talking about in Texas, and we'll link to the article. But you can change it back. It's just a matter of being opted into the program, right? But, but then yeah, you lose out on your potential to win <laughs> the sweepstakes, right? Yeah. And so for folks who are home, you, you know, why why not sign up? Uh, you can make the adjustment if you can't handle the heat. But if you happen to, maybe you're not even home while that's happening, well, that's a perfect opportunity for you to take advantage of some savings, not only in your utilities, but also, too, with this program, to be entered into having your power paid for uh, for an entire year. Yeah. I, I would totally do it. That'd be pretty sweet. I, I also am willing to endure the pain. Uh, you know, And especially, I think if there was like a, a firm payback as opposed to a potential payback, yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah. be into it even more. Again, fun. kind of going back to like the Bobby Badia story or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah. if, you can, if you can crunch the numbers and know that, like, okay, can I handle that? Yes or no. Make that decision and kind of go from there. But it's like if you enter into it and the next five Julys you get a, a zeroed out power bill, I'd be like, sure, I'm oh, in. <laughs> oh heck yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, well let's keep going, Matt. Let's talk about inflation for a second because that's still top of mind right now for a lot of folks. And I guess you know I'm kind of asking the question right now: Have we reached peak inflation? It's obviously a hard thing to call in the moment, right? Well, we'll know. Three years from now, like, okay, like, well, what ended up happening? In or, hindsight. Or even six months, a year from yeah. now. But yeah, car prices, gas prices, they're still high. Bacon, apparently, too, costs a lot more right now. Uh, but at least it's good to see that the law of supply and demand really is still working, right? Uh, lumber costs are one of the things that we can point to as evidence that we might be getting through some of the worst pain points when it comes to rising prices. They have fallen precipitously by over 50% from their high. Um, and, you know, that's also because their high was outrageous <laughs> really that is true yeah yeah wood was starting to cost a, a whole lot but yeah it's a it's a good sign that as prices rose suppliers kicked into overdrive to take advantage of increased profits that they were seeing some companies were adding more shifts and some companies even brought defunct sawmills back to life they put yep. <laughs> like millions of dollars worth of investments into some of these mills to bring them back um, and so yeah wood started flowing freely again in the economy um, and that's led to yeah what we're seeing now with a strong price correction um, and I think, you know, as some of these supply chain issues dry up, I think some people have talked about long-term inflation and they've been worried about that. You know, in our inflation episode, we were like, ah, it remains to be seen, but I don't know, seeing like what's happening with wood right yeah. now, as some of these, you know, chip factories come back online and begin to produce, I, 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 I do think it's going to be a semi-transitory event. Um, I don't know, but that, that, yeah, like we said, We'll, we'll see. Yeah, time will tell. But yeah, seeing specifically the the, the the lumber industry respond like that, I mean, that's the a sign of a healthy market, right? Yeah. The ability for them to make changes like that and to meet that demand. Uh, I love seeing that. And we are still seeing the effects on the car market, right? Uh, a substantial rise in used car prices has led to almost one third of the inflation that we've uh, been seeing lately. Wow. Uh, yeah. And so since you know those all important chips, like you mentioned, Joel, are still in low supply, it turns out that your car might actually be worth more uh, 
uh, <laughs> than when you bought it. Uh, according to BlackBook, used cars right now are worth 30% more than they were one year ago. Normally, you lose an insane amount of money just by driving your new car off the dealership lot, but you know, kind of a strange <laughs> twist of fate, dozens of gently used models are now selling for more than their original sticker price, uh, which is totally insane. Should I start investing in used cars? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think you might be investing at the peak. <laughs> so that's, that's the problem with timing the market. Right. Uh, and so here's a random takeaway. If, if you're in a lease, uh, it's almost a 100% lock that you should buy the car at the price that you've agreed to in your contract, even if you don't want to keep it, because then you could turn back around and sell it. Uh, obviously, do your homework first. You need to know what that car is likely to sell for. But a listener actually emailed us, listener Becky, uh, saying that she did this very thing and she actually made about $5,000 on the spread. Yeah, she basically said, free your lease, <laughs> lease payments right there by, <laughs> yes. by just buying it and then selling it to, uh, right after she was done with it. Absolutely. And that's not something you can count on because right. typically, I mean, we have never seen used cars ever be worth more uh, than they were in the past. This like, is they a continue. highly abnormal cycle. <laughs> yes. But if that's the situation that you're in, realize that this is uh, an instance where you can take some lemons and make some lemonade out that's of true. it. That's uh, true. Matt, we talked about inflation overall, but inflation is also highly personal. It kind of depends on where you you're spending your money, right? Because right? yeah, if you're buying a car right now, inflation is awful for you. If you're buying a house right now, inflation is awful for you. If you're renovating or, or stuff like that, like inflation is has not been kind to you. But yeah, in, you're it, feeling it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're feeling it viscerally because those prices have gone up more than others. So if you're curious, not just about the overall rate of inflation, but you want to know maybe your own personal rate of inflation, well, it turns out there's a calculator for that. And CNN actually created this tool to help you determine your own personal rate of inflation based on your specific spending patterns. It's kind of interesting because you might find that rising prices have either uh, a higher or a lower impact on, on you in particular based on how you spend. Um, so it's kind of yeah, fun little exercise to be like, I spend this much at the grocery store. I spend this blah, 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 here and there. And then yeah, let it spit out what your actual you know inflation number is. Yeah. Nice little calculator for all the, all the nerds out there. Most people are <laughs> yeah. probably like, ah, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Joel, one thing that isn't rising are uh, the rates that are being paid on the money that you're saving. It certainly feels like saving money sucks right now. Yeah, yeah. One year CD rates are at record lows, uh, averaging at point. 1-7%. Ouch. Uh, yeah, even our, our favorite online banks are paying right around 0.5% to lock your money up in a CD for a year. Yeah, it is not a good time to be a saver, but cash, we want, we want to mention this because cash still holds an important place in your life, even if you're seeing those cash reserves grow at a snail's pace, uh, even if you're actually, in reality, losing money because it's not keeping up with inflation. Even still, it's important to have your emergency fund accessible and liquid. Uh, and so, yeah, fingers crossed that in the coming years, saving money won't feel like such a crushing blow. Hopefully in the future, it won't feel like like you're on this raft that's slowly leaking air <laughs> and you're just like sinking down uh, into the into the pool. Because uh, that's basically what's happening right now yeah. with the banks paying such a, a piddly amount on those uh, savings accounts and CDs. Yeah, man, I think that's why we've had so many questions where, where listeners are like, can I please invest my money instead of keeping it locked in a savings account that's not really doing much for me at all right now. But yeah, like you said, the thing is you, you have to have some liquid cash available because so you can't predict the future and that's right. you can't lock it away even if you're hoping for higher returns. It's always important to have that emergency cash on hand in case you need it. But Matt, let's get to some more stories, including anybody who's taking out student loans. They're going to pay higher interest rates next year. We'll get to that and more right after this. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. 
So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachava really earns their 52,000-plus five-star reviews. It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Kachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using Kachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, be sure to check out Kachava. Just go to Kachava dot com slash how to money that's spelled k-a-c-h-a-v-a and get 10 percent off your first order that's k-a-c-h-a-v-a dot com slash how to money i'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans we always like to get the families together matt for a week yeah, at the we beach do. every single summer we've already got that trip to saint simon's on the calendar pumped for that but sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host, or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're a small business owner, listen up. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're actually choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. They do everything from hyper-targeting best fit prospects through campaign optimization. Upswell Marketing's unique approach includes direct mail, search engine marketing, and social media ads, and has fueled more than 10,000 small business success stories. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no-obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention, new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. All right, we're back, and Joel, it is now time to get to our Ludicrous headline of the week. 
Oh, okay. I like it. You like my... Okay, so I did that because we've been reading Harry Potter. You have been reading it to your girls as well, and uh, we are also reading Harry Potter, and uh, we both do the voices. Was that your Snape? That was... No, that was my Harry Potter voice. Oh, oh, sorry, dude. Uh, We got to work on that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's pretty good. (laughs) Maybe folks will disagree, but uh, okay, our ludicrous headline this week is Peloton disabled a free running feature on its treadmills, forcing owners to pay up. Dude, this one comes from CNBC, and basically, if you own one of these super fancy and incredibly expensive treadmills, you know, there might be some folks out there who have a Peloton, you were able to hop on and just go for a run without having to take a Peloton class uh, in order to, to get an indoor run, right? Which is a perfectly reasonable thing to be able to want to do on your treadmill. But that's no longer the case. Now your $3,000 treadmill is a giant expensive brick until you fork over the $40 a month membership that they charge. It's highway robbery, Matt. Seriously. And, you know, this has been the case with a lot of other products, too, before Peloton, including smartphones, right? So the reason we're, we're mentioning the story is we want for you to be careful with what products you buy. If the, the hardware that you're purchasing needs software uh, and regular updates to work, you're at the mercy of the company that sells the product. Uh, and in this case, too, man, I think one of the most ludicrous aspects of the story is that Peloton said that the reason this happened was because of a software safety update. Mm-hmm. Sure, Peloton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the only free feature uh, <laughs> available on the Peloton got rolled back somehow uh, with a safety update. You know that they were just basically seeing how folks were going to respond, seeing if they could get away with... Because if folks were going to be quiet about it and it wasn't a big deal, it's like, oh, this is a way that we can increase our revenues. But with the, the backlash, they're totally walking it back and they're saying, oh, we're going to get right... You know, we're, we're, we're getting to work on this, uh, the next software update will enable the free run feature. Uh, it's just, yeah, that to me, that's the, the part where I'm just like, come on, guys, seriously. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm kind of ethically opposed to paying $3,000 for a treadmill anyway, <laughs> whether hey. it comes with uh, a $40 a month classes or not. If it's your, your craft beer equivalent, uh, uh, you, you do what you want. You can still get a great treadmill for a you, whole lot less than that. No, don't listen to Joel. Or you, you can run outside. You be you. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Speaking of, of free stuff that now costs money, Matt Venmo has announced that they're going to start to charge for certain types of payments soon. Uh, or actually, well, they've, they've always charged transactions for business accounts. But for those who use their personal account for their business, but have never gotten around to setting up a separate business account, that's going to change on July 20th. They're going to start cracking right. down, right? So uh, Venmo is saying they're making it easier for small business owners to be compliant uh, because customers will be able to select whether they're, the money they're sending is for a good or service. And then a fee is going to be deducted from the amount that's sent. So yeah, Venmo is trying to, now that they've gotten just a massive user base, they're trying to yeah, make a profit on that user base. The, uh, the upside for customers is that those transactions are eligible for Venmo's purchase protection plan, but the bad news is that you might start to see prices go up and companies are going to have to start you know, adding that fee into what they charge uh, you for that good or service. And also, Matt, Venmo is also upping uh, its cost for instant transfer of funds. So if your, your friend pays you money and you transfer it to your bank account, they used to charge a 1% fee. And now it's going to be a 1.5% fee. Uh, so yeah, basically... Wait those three or four days. Don't ever pay a fee to move money from Venmo into your bank account. That's an easy fee to dodge. Absolutely. Let's talk about scams. More millennials and Gen Zers are actually losing money to scams these days. Uh, Scammers and the the different cons they pull are getting more sophisticated, and they are targeting a younger, more tech-savvy audience. Our friend Ron Lieber, he wrote an excellent article about this in the New York Times this week after the FTC released numbers about which age cohorts are the the most susceptible to scams these days. 
Dude, it wasn't even close. <laughs> 44% of people uh, ages 20 to 29 have lost money to fraud, whereas only 20% of adults from 70 to 79 have lost money to a scammer. Obviously, that cohort is likely to be online more, and more of these scams are moving online. Yeah. But it's just something to be aware of, right? If you think that you're impervious to scams, think again. It's important to, to keep your guard up uh, and to be wary before you enter your, your credit card information anywhere online. Make sure that you're not entering your social security anywhere. Like one of the scams he mentioned, were these employment scams where it's like, all right, we got to you know run the background check and run all these things on you. And they want you to put in your birth date, your social security. And it turns out someone's about to steal your identity. Yeah. And one other thing, Matt, people really need to do to protect themselves is to freeze their credit. I wrote uh, you know an article on howtomoney.com about how people can do that. It's super chill. It's not going to take you long at all. Um, and especially right now, let's say you did accidentally give away some of your personal information, freezing your credit is going to ensure that you're less susceptible to a lot of the collateral damage that would otherwise take place. That's right. And not only is it easy and quick to freeze your credit, it's also crazy fast to unfreeze your credit as well. So for instance, if you want to apply for a new card, maybe you're applying for a mortgage, something like that. Literally, I've timed myself before and it takes me like one minute per bureau. And speaking of scams, Matt, the uh, the Texas Observer, they had an excellent article uh, this week that basically called title insurance a scam. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is a, a big cost center uh, when you're applying for a mortgage, when you're buying a home. It's one of those line items that you see and you're like, huh? But, why, why does it cost that much? What's yeah, it for? Yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> I it, guess it, I need it, though. Yeah. And, and not only are you supposed to purchase an owner's title policy when you're buying a home to protect yourself against you know legal defects or incorrect surveys or potentially forged deeds, which are all things that don't happen very frequently, but you also have to pay for one on behalf of the mortgage company protecting their stake in the house. So yeah, how much a title insurance policy costs, it depends on where you live. And no wonder this article showed up in the Texas Observer, Matt, because title insurance in the state of Texas is sky high in the range of $2,000 for a basic house. So you're buying a home, that's two k added on to the price of that home. Um, and there's not much you can do about it, right? Where other people live, well, it might cost more like $1,000 or maybe even as low as 500 bucks. And actually in Iowa, that state provides this insurance for $110. So yeah, big thumbs up to Iowa yeah, for, good, good for, for everyone buying homes there. Yeah, it makes it reasonable um, because, yeah, some of those prices are just exorbitant. And in Texas specifically, it's one of these insurance products that it's not a scam, but it feels like a scam yeah. in particular because, I mean, I don't know if I've ever heard of anybody actually having to use that title insurance. It's one of those rarely, rarely used insurance products, but also too, the stakes are high. Yeah. And you know, this is one of the things that technology should be able to fix in the future. Blockchain technology specifically could make title insurance a relic of the past as these transfers of properties are digitally stored. There's no fraud that can take place on the, you know, on the public blockchain. We'll see if that tech actually works its way into the housing industry. But for right now, it's one of those insurance products that, that people still need to purchase, you know, at least for the time being, uh, even though it, it basically does feel like a ripoff and your likelihood of having to file a title claim are pretty close to zero. Not having the insurance is just too big of a risk for you. So make sure that you, yeah, purchase that owner's title policy as well. And just, and we're pointing out here too, that yeah, you have to purchase one of those plans for your lender. Otherwise they're not going to be willing to give you that loan. Yeah. In some States you can shop for your own owner's title policy. You don't have to go with the one that the, lend, that the lender recommends. And so in, in those States where you can shop, shop around and see if you can find a better deal uh, again, because it is hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, a type of insurance that you're never going to use. Matt, let's talk about another form of insurance that is feels like a total waste of money. And, and this 
this one is actually one that you should be avoiding. That's extended car warranties. Yeah. We've mentioned how much we dislike these before because the cost just massively outweigh the benefits. They're a bad buy for pretty much everybody. And there's just so many pitfalls when you're looking to purchase an extended warranty that it makes this space just fraught with a lot of downside for people. And one of the biggest potential pitfalls is that uh, a lot of folks buy end up buying a warranty from a third-party company instead of buying one from the company that actually manufactured the vehicle. And that third-party warranty is worth uh, little to nothing because who knows how long that company has been around. Many of the companies that sell extended warranties for vehicles are more of the fly-by-night variety. And so, yeah, does that warranty even cover what's likely to go wrong with the vehicle? Maybe there's some language in there that prevents you from actually being able to use it when something does go wrong. And so, yeah, there's just way too many loopholes to make car warranties a smart buy it's almost always better to keep that money on hand and self-insure instead of forking over the money for one of these warranties that might or might not in all likelihood pay off. It's usually what, like $2,000, $2,500 to get one of these extended warranties. Keep that money in your savings account instead uh, and be ready to pay for the things that happen to your vehicle out of money that you have on hand, not trying to rely on one of these warranties that probably isn't going to work out anyway. That's right. Even though you aren't going to be earning much money on that money that's sitting there in that savings account. Yeah. Student loans, man, let's talk about those. At least it won't be thrown away. (laughs) Yeah, that that is true. Uh, As of yesterday, interest rates on student loans are higher. That's a little uh, surprising given the low interest rates that we've been seeing across the board. But undergraduate students will now be taking out loans from the federal government just shy of 4%. That's a 1% increase over last year's rate. Graduate student loans will be uh, at 5.28%. Uh, and we're actually, we're not even going to mention the Parent PLUS loans because those are <laughs> even higher and they're just not worth considering. The worst. Uh, they're the worst student loan products out there. And so it's important for all students to be careful with how much they choose to borrow. We're not against folks taking on debt to, to fund their education. Uh, we feel that that can be a really good investment uh, in your personal ability to earn more money down the road, right? But it's crucial to do it wisely and to find ways to lower your borrowing needs. Uh, we don't want you to hamstring your future by overloading yourself with tons of debt now. Again, even for something as wonderful as an education. Fill out that FAFSA, uh, look for merit scholarships, look at all the countless other ways that you can find money that is out there to fund your education before you start looking to products like student loans where you're paying debt in order to fund your education. A cheaper school. That's another thing you can consider yeah. too, right? Just going to a cheaper school. That's right, man. All right, well, Matt, last week on the show, we said we were going to give away some books. Let's um, rate our bookshelf and away. Yeah, it's so fun. Like so many listeners uh, were kind enough to submit a nice review for the show and they emailed us and uh, we have the results of that book giveaway those winners the uh the screen names for those reviews were b sakon megul 22 and evil three i think it's evly oh let me (laughs) (laughs) but evil three sounds pretty funny it does sound funny (laughs) all right evly good job so yeah we'll we'll get those books sent out Uh, this I guess week? like Evil Knievel. Yeah. Right? What, the, I don't know. That's how what I was thinking, I, I guess. Maybe that's how we spelled it. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Well, thanks to everybody who, who submitted a review. And just a reminder, if you didn't win, that review can still count towards future uh, Raid Our Bookshelf giveaways. And so just a little encouragement for all those folks who, who didn't win this time. Yeah, you know, another one's coming soon. That's right. Yeah. And uh, also, too, happy 4th of July to everybody. Joel, you and I, were planning to take Monday off. I think we're going to take a How to Money Family Beach Lake trip. But we will still have a great episode on Monday waiting for you. 
Uh, we're actually going to have a guest on, and we're going to talk all about passive income, financial freedom, the 4th of July. You kind of see the overlap there. It's financial independence next week That's on right, How to Money. Man. So yeah, we're going to be covering that topic a whole lot. And our, our guest on Monday, Rachel uh, Richards, it has already achieved that, and she achieved it at a really young age. So I'm really looking forward to yeah putting that out uh, into your earbuds on Monday. But until then, have a great weekend celebrating America's independence. All right, Matt, that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time, best friends out. Best friends out. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to Brand New on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.